Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metza. We have a couple of cool brothers from a terrific new band called the Carnegies on tonight. Royce and Roman Mars started the band in 2011. Last year at a Sherwin Linton birthday show at the Caboose, I spotted them in the crowd. My producer Andy Watson noticed them as well and introduced them to me. And we told them when they have a record out, we'd love to have them on the show. They now do, and so here we are. We are going to hear some tracks off the new disc, No Signs of Warning, and more. Without any further ado, Royce and Roman Mars from the Carnegies. I love your new record. Oh, thank Hey, we, that's, you know, we, wow. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal for, yeah. for, to, for it to be our first. Uh, it's really good to hear. Yeah. Um, right. There was a, it was a fun record to make, but it, it was almost like, like any album, it, it's so, you have so little time to do it, right. in a sense, like that. So I, in a sense, you know, there's, if we had like all the time in the world, there could have been so much more. It would have been a disaster. You would have had a string <laughs> section, <Right>. the children's <laughs> choir. Right. You didn't need that. Turn into a Nick Drake album. Turn into Rodriguez. I think that's good. That's good too, right? right. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, you know what I, I dig about um, just getting to know you two is that there is something, I sense the energy of, you know, when I got started out back in the Civil War, of what it was like to have your first band. And then the energy of playing gigs, and then the energy of having your first record. That's right. And uh, you guys are feeling it right now. Oh, right? It's, oh, it's, I know. It's, you start the band off, right. and you, you do it for how long? You know, just playing gigs and playing gigs. And all of a sudden, when you finally have something, a physical piece, you know, here, here it is. This is us. So right stand behind. Yeah, yeah, this guy stands behind us. This is who we are. And then all of a sudden, it feels weird. All this uh, new opportunities start right. popping up, and you're like, you know, it's just kind of whoa, you know. <laughs> yeah. You guys are, actually have some pretty uh, uh, heavy rock lineage. You're nephews of Chris Bars, the original drummer for the Replacements. That's so. right. Yeah. Oh yes. yes How <laughs> cool is that? It's, it's, I know. It's it's yeah, from right, someone yeah. like Chris, you know, and like you you learn and you re growing up that you know how much of a like a legacy they kind of left around, you know. It, it kind of whoa like. He's in the family, you know, and, it's, and, 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 he's just, and he's just your uncle, you know, he just comes right. to the family gatherings, so it's just like, you know, that's, that's how you feel about him. He's just yeah. there, oh, hey, Chris, you know, and he's been such a help to the band, too. You know, we want to say that he's started us off with, uh, you know, giving us a drum set, you know. Wow. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and literally, that was the first time we, I think we ever jammed. He, we, he brought this drum set. Our mom told him, like, hey, you know, they're starting to get into music. You know, we're listening to all these, like, rock and roll bands, like the Rolling Stones and, you know, and stuff like that. So Chris goes, okay, well, you know, I, I'll, help, I'll help him out. Let's, you know, nice. he brings a drum set, you know, <laughs> brings downstairs, and he's on the drums, and he, we're just complete crap. Me and Roman right, were just, right, you, know, right. you know, look at me, you know, so... And uh, yeah, yeah, so he kind of he kind of gave us a little push there. But here's an expensive thing that takes to buy normally, you mm -hmm. know, drums that can take so long saving. Right. So yeah, it was real cool of him, and we always appreciate. Yeah, that. uncles are good guys. If they're musicians, I'm going to brag a little bit. I gave a uh, guitar to a nephew of mine when he was about nine or ten years old. Sure. And now he's in oh, just a little bit over thirty. His name's Samuel Joe. He's got two EPs out. And uh, he wrote a song for the Lumineers oh and God. actually opened up for them at the Greek Theater oh, wow. in, uh, in, uh, in Berkeley, California. Oh. So uncles, uh, especially if they're rock and rollers, That's right. it's, it's a good uncle to have. <laughs> they give you a right. good push, start. You know. <laughs> and do they, has uh, Chris sat in with you guys? Yeah, he's for never for a show, but just for like uh, practicing. Every, sometimes when he comes over, you know, we go downstairs and we'll do a little jam and stuff with him and all that. And he's, he's just so modest, too. You know, he's just, it's, it's, you know, he... I don't know how often he, you know, plays anymore. I'm pretty sure quite often, but he just goes down there. Yeah, and he can't it, tell. I mean, right. he's, he's I just, mean, you know, he, you know, just like on the replacements. I mean, he still knows his fills. Oh, yeah, he still yeah, knows right. it. Yep. And uh, you know, sometimes it's it's kind of fun to try to follow him sometimes. Like, uh -huh. Chris, yeah. you know, like, you know right. Right, let's, let's, yeah, we, we play all the time together. I'm, 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 let's hear you. <laughs> right, right, with yeah. you now. You right. know? Definitely. So it's it's yeah. definitely it's something that doesn't really cross my mind too much. Sometimes I sometimes I kind of forget like right. that he's like. He has that like affiliation that he you know was yeah, in that band, yeah. and it's just like. But I just think of him as like, like and worse than me, think of him as yeah. like our our uncle, like oh, Chris. Wow. You know, it's like oh, yep. that's right, you're in that band. Yeah, right. Exactly. But he, uh, 
will come by too, like, you know, his dad, you know, of course with Chris, you know, paints and stuff too. Right, oh, stuff. great painter. Oh, oh my yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, right, and all that career right just there too is amazing. And then uh, he will come to, to our dad, you know, and he wants like a frame done, so our dad will fix some kind of frame up or something Yeah, some like that. kind of intricate, yeah. crazy frame to go with some of his new pieces he's working right. on oh. and stuff yeah, like that. So kind of teamwork of brothers, you know, our dad and him yeah. and brothers. What does your dad do? Yeah, our dad, um, he's actually like a, let's see. A, dental technician. Yeah, a dental technician actually yes. for, um, what, what is that? For What's like, cap tech work? Yeah, cap tech yeah work. so like all the yeah. you know, people need to replace teeth and mm -hmm. all that jazz. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, the artistry kind of runs in the family in different ways. So our dad, you know, he does, oh, he had some amazing drawings back in the day too. And he, was, he oh, has yeah. them in our house. And I go, dad, why don't you, you know, work on that? Right. And, you know, because he could have made a career out of it himself, you know, because I think he's that good. He's but, yeah, he's yeah. Pretty yeah, good. Did, I mean, good one. you know, Marilyn Monroe. He did. Yeah, stuff, you know. phenomenal mm. picture of yeah. Marilyn Monroe that's down in our basement. You know, so if he really would want to pursue art like like our uncle Chris, I mean, yeah, I, he could. He could have. He could have. Um, he could have done he, something with that. Yeah. yeah. So and he, he went in the path of you know with teeth and stuff, carving and all that too, and three D you know 3D oh, yeah. sculpture literally. You know, so that's literally, literally what yeah. he did. And then Chris went with on you know with doing what he knew, and uh, so that's that's kind of. You know, I'd say maybe where, you know, Roman and me, we like to draw, too. Right. So I, I almost forgot to bring that up. We, oh, yeah, we... <laughs> it's just, you know, insects with top hats and all that real weird psychedelic and right. bunch of different kinds of things. So, but yeah, so it kind of runs in the family, I'd, I'd say, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's or in the blood. It's it, in the blood. It is, yeah, yeah it definitely yep. is. We even, like, in the Almark design, we kind of oh, yeah. uh, drew some fun stuff in there, yep. kind of when you pop the CD, CD out. Right. Uh, there's, like, this uh, little Carnotaurus on there, and I even just illustrated that in about uh, five minutes, but it's, yeah. I don't know, something about our family, it's just art just kind of comes natural. In, in a weird way. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> you know? like the only thing that keeps, yeah. you know, keeps right, the same. Right, you know? it's, right. Yeah, but, we're, but it's funny because we're just terrible at other stuff. Like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, at like yep. math oh, or science, uh, it does not compute with yep. us. Right. Like, oh, it's just so we don't, got... Don't get me started on writing uh, the lyrics out and how many typos we have. <laughs> right, right. And right. We go back and, oh, we missed one and yeah. we go back. So and really uh, strong in one point, yep. oh, terrible in the yep. other point. Right. So. <laughs> well, yeah. when I was listening to the, uh, the record... Um, I've heard, uh, you know, I heard 60s garage, uh, garage rock. Oh, yes. I heard Ramones. I heard uh, some uh, melodious Beatlesque stuff. Right. Um, I could even say you could hear a little bit, you know, a little bit of The Clash in there, some David Bowie. Oh, yeah. oh definitely. Um, yep. When did you guys start, before you started playing, what did you start listening to and when? Yeah, so, you know, oh, I yeah. think here's the thing. It's kind of funny how, so we started playing as soon as we knew of this music, like I didn't, I didn't take music seriously until I heard, like, I mean, the, the Rolling Stones. Like, I, nothing got me. I was just like, oh, you know, some just normal kid. And then as soon as I heard the Rolling Stones in, I'd say oh, yeah. ninth grade. Yeah, I, we were in ninth grade. Bam, like I, you know, I got a haircut that kind of resembled the Stones or the Beatles. Right. Uh, same with well, Roman. It's so funny too because we, always in school and stuff. People would always oh, yeah. bring up to us before we were even into that into kind of that music. Stuff. Oh my God, there goes Mick Jagger, there goes yeah. John Lennon. All so this is always kind of affiliated yeah. with us. Yeah. And when we finally like heard those records of like the Beatles records, Rolling Stones records, uh, we finally go like, Oh my God, these people are just phenomenal. Yes. You know? and yeah, just it's, it's what we wanted to do. Is Royce? He loves the Rolling Stones. I love them too. Oh yeah, um, we, we, but he's just so heavily fun. influenced by like Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry and, um, yeah, Keith, Keith Richards, Richards. Yeah, yeah. My um, well, but, you know. you're identical twins, right. so you have to be <laughs> a little bit um, uh, influenced by the Kinks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. oh my and goodness, we, love we, the Kinks. Right. Back when we, you know, first started playing in the band, you know, we were busting out into the Kinks songs. <laughs> right. Taylor would go, and then, and then, and then we started playing. I even got like the Kinks bass, yeah. the, like the oh, Rickenbacker nice. and stuff. Yeah, I just so. love that whole look. No. Um, but yeah, I uh, what started it really for me is uh, I loved uh, you know uh, Beck Hansen mm -hmm. from yeah. like you know known as Beck. Um, sure, he's he's like another artist um, that loser. Uh, yeah, yeah, loser. Yeah, yeah. Course, and it's yeah. funny because a lot of people just you know know him for that song. It's a great song, oh, but yeah, uh, I feel like is. there's so many other songs that I really just took to um, oh, of yeah, his. I, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like his. The way he constructs his songs with so many changes, um, and his melody. You can master um, any genre. Oh my God! Yeah, it's too, but, yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, you, um, I remember you starting off. Yeah, yeah, you I, really back hit. Yeah, I even you know? went yeah. full out. I bought his exact Silvertone yep. that he had. Yeah, from 1960. Yeah, uh, it's nine. I think yeah, 1960. Yeah. 
three or two. I can never remember. It's either that one. That thing existed when the Beatles. Oh, my God. Around. I know. It's older than us. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, and, I, and that's what I love about Beck is this, that he has that – you know, you can. He, well, he was influenced by that kind of music. You can hear it in his songs. He just, he just gives it a little bit of a new take, and um, and then also I, I, I love Donovan too because a lot of from Beck, I, I kind of hear Beck got a lot of stuff from Donovan and just the way of how he constructs his songs and melodies. So I'm kind of really heavily heavily influenced lyrically, like in that kind of style from Beck and Donovan. You guys would be perfect to do Hurdy Gurdy, man. Oh, oh I love yeah. that song. And yeah, I, I think we've attempted it very poorly I, before. Right. Well, just, but I, yeah, I've I've been trying to work day. on that that voice tremolo right, thing he right. does and I just get I just get like uh, mesmerized just hearing his Jimmy voice Jimmy Page is playing on that track yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah I, I know yeah. the Jeff Beck group also touched one of the songs yeah too, yeah I, I, I think it was exactly uh, I think Baraba Joggle yeah, I, think yeah, I think it was Baraba Joggle yeah. yeah and I always get them kind of mixed up which yeah. was it Jeff Beck was on that yeah, one or was it birds, you know, yeah yeah, yeah and you know sometimes mix that up That song was called In the Night from the debut record of the Carnegie's No Signs of Warning. We will have more conversation and more music with Royce and Roman Mars, leaders of the Carnegie's, after these messages. The number one source of the Twin Cities gay scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities Gay Scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com. That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com. This is Danny Ziegler, and my family's restaurant, Our Kitchen, has been located off 36th Street between Aldrich and Bryant for 76 years. Stop in and you'll enjoy some of the most delicious comfort food around. Our made-from-scratch breakfast and lunch dishes like French toast, eggs, and hamburgers will be made right in front of you. And don't miss our award-winning pancakes and hash browns, too. Our Kitchen is open weekdays from 6.30 to 3, weekends 7 to 2, and enjoy our pleasant outdoor seating, weather permitting. Learn more at eatlocalminnesota.com. I'm Fouad Reves, a home builder. Did you know there's a deadly, invisible radioactive gas that can seep into homes from underground? It's radon. Breathing radon can cause lung cancer. So protect your family. Talk to your builder. Tell them you want a healthier, safer, radon-resistant home. Learn more. Visit the EPA at epa.gov radon. That's epa.gov radon. This public service announcement is brought to you by the EPA, who does not endorse this particular builder or any other commercial enterprise. With all the convenient big box stores that sell appliances, why do so many Minnesotans choose Warner Stellion? Check online to learn that Warner Stellion is a Minnesota family-owned business for over 60 years. Warner Stellion sells more brands than anyone else, and our passionate specialists are committed to impressing you so much that you'll refer us to everyone you know. That's our mission here at Warner Stellion. Ask around, check us out online, and when it's your time to buy appliances, join over 300,000 Minnesota homeowners and choose the specialists. Warner Stallion. Kevin Ross here, inviting you to our brand new store called Ambibulous. What does Ambibulous mean? It means one who enjoys alcoholic beverages of all sorts. Ambibulous is a Minnesota maker's market. Unlike traditional liquor stores, we feature only craft beer, wine, and spirits made here in Minnesota. We are ready to guide your selections, where you can build your own four or six packs. Find us at 949 Hennepin Avenue East in Northeast Minneapolis or online at ambibulousmn.com. As a family-owned business, Standard Heating and Air Conditioning has been serving the Twin Cities since 1930. 
A new furnace or air conditioner from Standard Heating and Air can lower your monthly utility bills, administer more consistent temperatures, and even improve indoor air quality, making your home safer and healthier for the whole family. The average heating and cooling system lasts 15 to 20 years. So if yours is on its last legs, call Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Learn more at standardheatingdeals.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, the comfort you deserve. Welcome back to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metza. We just heard a little bit of 54-4, the song by my guests in the studio. They play in a band called the Carnegies, and they are twin brothers. Their names are Royce and Roman Mars. So do you guys have your own separate record collections, or do you share? What? It's sometimes separate, sometimes... Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Like a, kind of almost like a... It's a look, what do they call it? Venn diagram? Yeah, it's a, right, right. You know, um, you but we all... The, like the Dylan and the yeah, Donovan. A lot, and the, lot of, like, the folk rock artists, even though you love the oh, yeah. birds, birds, and, I, and you know, I like them stuff. too, but you're right. just, you even look like a bird. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> you know? Right. But, um, yeah, no, I just, I don't know, I like to go with a lot of the poets, rock poets, kind of in that league, and Royce likes to go, uh, kind of started off with the... Like them and... Them you know, and, and the Stones. Then he'll listen to my stuff, yeah, and well, I'll listen right. to his stuff, yeah, so then it kind of And, and, and as you say that, I love yeah. that music he brings, and I, he loves the music I bring. Oh, yeah. You know, I bought this, and, and then, always, you know, we listen to each other. It's cool because it. then you can hear, like, that sound when you start playing the music, that you can right. hear Royce is bringing in his things, and oh, yeah. I'm yeah. bringing in my stuff. So it's like, ah, this is... Uh, cool flavor going on yes. here. Well, I think yeah. arguably the birds oh, overall man. might be more influential than the Beatles. You know, that's, that's Certainly actually really, in yeah. terms of American bands. I mean, yes, right, when right. I was 12 I years old up on the Iron Range, I had a band called The Positive Reaction. <clears throat> we played all birds tunes, Ooh. some Pete Seeger, oh, cool. yep. Bob Dylan. We had an acoustic 12-string with a DRMan pickup oh, yep. wow. and a Vox 12-string. Oh, no bass player predating the uh, White Stripes by right. a quarter century. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, and I tell people, 40 years later, I'm still trying to sound like the bird. <laughs> you know? right. Oh, my God. Do you guys have a 12-string in the band? You know, oh, my don't. God. We don't. Yeah, we, he has a Rickenbacker bass. Uh, oh, we yeah. had a Rickenbacker. Um, I always don't know how to pronounce it exactly. Yeah, but, it was um, uh, some certain. It's the one like Tom Petty had. It was like that red one that has like the Rickenbacker crazy little yeah, horn right. gun on it our um guitarist exactly. taylor he he had that one and we were just fix uh fixated um with rickenbackers just yeah, the yeah, looks of them and yeah. say to not yeah. be there you are yeah, yeah. 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 see, see right uh, we uh, english class i'm so bad at my, my <laughs> words here you know <laughs> you know but uh yeah um but i was just uh we saw roger mcquinn yes um did. just uh i think it was what September October? Uh, or September or October. Yeah, yeah one, and, one and of our complaints, like, and, you know, uh, after seeing that too. Yeah. There he is down there. And, and I mean, but I was just telling Royce, dude, you got to pick up one of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. uh, his model, exactly. We, always, we will do that one day. Right, we just right. got to save the money, right? Bam, we'll be in the, it'll be in the next L maybe or something, <laughs> right. right? Have that 12-string. Even just there. on the guitars we have, like the six-string guitars, we just try to emulate, emulate that birdie yeah. sound by hitting like the uh, the so, octave notes to get right. that kind of. But you can only do so much with six-strings when when you could have this 12-strings to get the birds. Right. Right. So. Well, it's a little more easier to accomplish that sound. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I, I remember when I saw you guys at the Caboose at that Sherman Linton show. Um, first of all, what brought you to Sherman Linton? That was the, was that the Chuck Berry? That was the Chuck Berry. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was it. And we, again, um, we, I, we love Chuck Berry. So, um, you know, he just died too. And that was when I heard that, my heart went, like I felt a little <sighs> complicated. So my very first Wall and Power TV show was oh, a tribute to Chuck, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry, oh, wow. Sherman Linton. How cool to oh start off with yeah. kind of, you know, the beginning of rock and roll right, right there. So perfect to start the show off with that. Right, um, right. And uh, it's always so funny how they say, like, what, where did rock and roll start? Right. Oh, you yeah, know? Even he's, on that. Eva, he's I, like I, the I, one that. Yeah. To me, he gave it a face. Right, he gave, right. He gave, well, he gave yeah. it a face. He took blues and put it together. I think he deserves the, the name for the starter. But right. we went to that Chuck Berry show because we love Chuck Berry. Um, you know, I, I like to say I own every single thing he recorded. And you know, I bought this he does. $300 <laughs> box set of everything he recorded. And I, you know, just listened and studied how he played. And, 
you know, it's, yeah, it's, I feel like, too, getting to another funny topic related to all that is, uh, I think I've been playing drums longer than I ever have been playing guitar. So, because when we started the band, right, you know, we, we'd have people there who were like, oh, I'm in the band, and then they would just run upstairs and lose interest. Hang out upstairs. Playing, right. or something. Hanging out. And so, I, okay, well, who's the drummer now? So, I had to get off guitar and go on drums and do that. And so, um, Basically, I was doing drums longer than I ever played guitar, but eventually when things got worked around where we had to reform things around, um, when I went on to guitar, I went straight on studying how Chuck played, how Keith Richards played, and to me, it feels like I just did, the, did it yesterday. I just right. started yesterday, and I, you know, and, but all I was doing every night, you know, picking up the guitar and learning those double stops and doing this and stuff, and you know, <laughs> if I'm going to play, I'm going to sound like Chuck. Or right. I'm going to sound like my favorites, but, right. um, you know, yeah, this, oh, man. Yeah, but yeah, when he when he did die, you know, it's like oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. really just and you know he was he was ninety. Uh, I know, years yeah, old. No, yeah, and, and, totally and at the same time, like yeah, you like, can understand that with that. a new record out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and a new I, record. I pre-ordered the the deluxe edition you could get of that darn thing, and I you comes know, with a tote bag. Yeah, tote, <laughs> tote bag. People. It came with a tote bag. So cool uh, to see that hanging up in the room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys should think about that for your next record. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, so you need a tote bag for the Carnegies. It's called the Chuck Berry tote bag song, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where did uh, where did the name the Carnegies come from? Yeah. Oh um, yes. Um, so I think you know what we were a band that started before we had a band name, and we just went so long. What name are we going to be? We kept switching it and switching it, and uh, nothing clicked. Nothing. What were some of the other names? Some I just oh, don't like. Say, I was, I think uh, we're one of them was like, hydraulic hybrids. Yeah, um, uh, it's you know that didn't work. It didn't, didn't work. work. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. This one sounds like it's completely the wrong genre. Three, Three shells, shells deep. deep. Yeah, it just sounds like we're like a right. emo band yeah. or something. I'm like, like right. that. shoegazers. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm, <laughs> think no. those are broken um, wrists, and we're like, eh, is that only like? There's so many bands <laughs> yeah. with the brokenness. The right. broken, yeah. And then we yeah. went to broken ribs, and the broken sounds like you know. It's just like I don't want to be too gritty. Yeah, gritty. We don't want to be. That. Yeah. And so one, we made this song called Mr. Carnegie, and uh, Taylor, the um, the first, like one of our forming members. Yeah, the forming yeah, members. So I'd say it's you, you know, me and Taylor. We were the first beginning of the band, and so we, we made the song called Mr. Carnegie, and that's actually on the album. And what what's the song about? It's a song. It has no relation to like Andrew Carnegie, you know. Right. And I guess that's like the real way you pronounce it. Right. I've heard yeah. from other people, but you know, we just go with the Carnegies, you know, and it sounds better. But. Um, that song has no relation to him, but it's just that name kind of fit in there really well. Right, right. You know, it just, I, I took a pity. Mr. Carnegie had that good, right, like beat. Yeah, in a good, and good a syllable like, roll when you kind and, of say uh, it. Plus, Carnegie is such an American iconic name. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, and then um, you <laughs> know, always used. Yeah, it's seriously right. Yeah. And uh, you know, we we did some research on like you know band names that have already been taken, and we went through many more that we didn't even list. And uh, how about the the Cool Cats or something? Right. And, didn't sound great when I think of it. Probably now, already exists. It, 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 it did exist. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, we thought of every little animal because we wanted to keep a classic feel, kind of like, you know, the Beatles. <laughs> the, right. Some, the turtles. The turtles. Yeah. yeah. And we <laughs> wanted the in there. We wanted to keep that classic vibe with the. And, um, you know, so one day, Taylor, you know, he really was a genius, that kid. He, he was. Yeah, and, he was uh, phenomenal. He, you know, we, we came up with that song. He's the one that put the lyrics to it. I did, we, we came up with the riff, you yep. know, and he would... Yeah, we were more about amazing. coming up with the melodies and coming up with right. like how the, the, putting the bridge in there, putting that. And Taylor was almost like, like Dylan. Yeah, he, like Bob Dylan. He'd yeah, come up with it. Give him a minute. source of the Twin Cities Gay Scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities Gay Scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ Media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com the two gingers just can't get enough of Paul Metzer. He's smooth, yet strong, a great mixer and very refreshing. 
The two gingers are his biggest fans. They're at practically every bar, club and restaurant in Minnesota to see his shows. And now they've taken to following Paul around the country. Texas, New York, Nebraska. You never know where you may find the two gingers. Just ask the bartender for them. Two gingers whiskey. What could happen? The Spring St. Paul Art Crawl, presented by the St. Paul Art Collective, will be running April 27th, 28th, and 29th. This is a must-do experience that you will love. Over the weekend, you'll have the chance to explore a wide variety of art while touring through local artist studios, lofts, and galleries, hosting over 350 artists. Up for purchase will be paintings, photography, pottery, sculpture, fiber arts, and more. The Art Crawl sprawls over 34 locations. Join the Art Crawl and discover outstanding art for you to own. When you buy local art, you're providing to artists so that they may continue to create the art we love. The Metro Transit is supporting the local art community with free transit passes. Download your pass to ride buses and light rail for free during the Art Crawl. Be sure to get details at thesaintpaulartcrawl.org. That's thesaintpaulartcrawl.org. Hi, this is Gregory Rich from Habitation Furnishing and Design, and I'd like you to tune in to a new program, Drink in the Style. Sundays at 5 p.m., Drink in the Style is going to be a one-hour conversation about interior design and aesthetics, all while enjoying a cocktail created by a local mixologist. Drink in the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m., brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. Hi, friends. I've been talking to you about Minnesota's first green cemetery, Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. It's an entirely new way of looking at our last earthly step. Burials are designed to have as little impact on the environment as possible. For many of us, a continuation of the commitment we made during our lifetimes. Let me suggest you go to the website, mngreengraves.com. Explore what it is. Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. It's a lovely place, a peaceful place. Minnesota's first green cemetery. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Tonight will be mostly cloudy with a low around 11. Sunday will be sunny with a high near 34. Sunday night, mostly clear with a low around 21. Monday, 1 to 3 inches of snow is possible with a high near 35. And at night, lows of around 26. Bose Tax Services has been working for you, not the IRS, since 1971. They are one of the largest sites that electronically file taxes in the country, offering everything from personal taxes to payroll services. Check them out at mohstax.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the third segment on the Wall of Power Radio Hour. Back with our guests, Roman and Royce Morris from the band, The Carnegies. One day we're, we're playing a talent show at our school, and we didn't want to do it. You know, we're just kind of, <laughs> oh, talent shows. So uh, the teachers kept talking to us, you know, do it. You know, have, it'll be fun. It's, you're graduating. We want to finally know what you're about. And we really liked the teachers that were asking us that. You know, right. so we just thought, um, all right, let's just do it. And so we had a put, you know, put something together, put like three songs together or something. And, uh, you know, we, Taylor said, well, we don't have a band name. What, what are we? And, you know, he said, how about the Carnegie's? And it just clicked like wow. that. I mean, we knew we finally had a band name when he said that. Right. Like, wow. Cool. So that know? was Taylor's idea. That's Taylor's yep. idea. And, you know, pretty much everything that's written, you know, a lot of the majority of the songs in the album are still Taylor's songs. Yeah. Well, with, with lyrical, lyric, lyric wise. Lyrical, yeah. We yeah. were, um, you know, melody wise, I think we learned, we were almost like the George Harrison. So we kind of finally adapted to finally how to, how to write songs. Right. Like oh yeah. Taylor yeah. with his lyrics. But, um, yeah, it's uh, this what came together. Um, Taylor's lyrics with, with the, the riffs and stuff. With the melodies we came up with. Right. It was just, um, it really just made a good combination. Right. And yeah. the record's uh, dedicated to Taylor, and he had a very tragic end. Yeah, yep, see, he did. Um, so I would say 2016, the year that claimed every artist, you know, practically, <laughs> or something like that. Um, it was terrible know, year. Yeah, it was a terrible year. Uh, but, you know, all of a sudden, he goes down to South Dakota, I think it is. Yeah, I think it was South Dakota. Yeah, he goes down there with yeah. his girlfriend, and all of a sudden, you know, the worst news you receive on a phone, you know, right. you know, where... Taylor, Taylor yeah, got brother. into like a rollover crash, yeah, and uh, yeah. you know, so rolled over, and uh, his girlfriend died. Died instantly. Died instantly. Yeah, and and he he got, you know, he died the next day at the hospital. They didn't think so he was even gonna sad. make it. So yeah, yeah it was so it was the it was like it was basically like yeah. losing a brother because yeah, yeah. even, yeah, even our parents basically our uncle just 
felt like we just adopted it oh, like, yeah. into our family right. stuff. Yep. At that time, too, we all grew our hair out, like, long, we, down to here or something. Yep. And uh, we just we even looked very similar, too. Mm-hmm. So it, yep. was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was definitely just a uh, hard time to lose someone that close. And yeah, uh, especially... We, we thought, like, how are we going to re- ever pick up an instrument again you know because right. we didn't want to go down yeah we, we all his stuff's down there his guitar is still sitting there right. you know and you just go oh uh, i can't do this ever again you know right. it's it's I'm, I'm done so um you yeah. know but then so what was the day that you said he'd want us to do that right yeah. so you know i i think it was i think it was like two months after um surprisingly pretty soon you know? yeah it was yeah. i think it was like so it was in uh, august that he died and yep. then it was it had to have been like September or the next month. Right. Um, we were just like, you know what? It's just kind of like time just tells you, you have to go back and play music. Right. You know, right. Talk, like as much as terrible as it is, like you can't just hold yourself from like, oh, I'm not going to touch it again. Oh, yeah, it's just, of course. Like, and just finally get back down. I think there uh, Brandon, for our him. drummer, our, our Brandon, uh, our drummer Brandon, he really deserves a big uh, shout out right here too because you know. He's, he wasn't in the band yet because it was just the three, me, Roman, and Taylor. And Taylor passed away. And all of a sudden, you know, Brandon invites us over to have a good day, to hang, all hang out, you know, kind of celebrate Taylor. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, he, he does drums too. We have really, you know, we always kind of thought, hey, let's, when Taylor was alive and all that stuff, it'd be kind of cool to get him on drums one day, mm-hmm. you know, and right. I could go back on guitar, like, because I was always on the drums holding the spot down. <laughs> right. And so, you know, we thought of that idea, but we never got to it. And so all of a sudden, Brandon, Brandon invites us over and he brings up the idea, hey, if you guys ever need a drummer, you know, I, I could be your guy. And we thought, wow. oh, hey, cool. What a, what a cool thing to hear. You, right. know, I, you know, I could go on guitar since, you know, we knew Taylor's parts, you right. know, and stuff like that. And, you know, then I'd finally do that. And uh, so, yeah, he, he was a huge help to getting us back to on track here, you know. So and we're, we're so happy to have Brandon in the band, you know. And uh, we, we even had one more member, um, his name was Will, um, and he, he was very fun to work with too. So he, he was in the band for a good two or three months or something. Yeah, and, I think so. you know, honestly, like all to him, I'm glad um, he actually went off to California, you know, only being in the band for a good three months. But, um, you know, he, he gave us a really good start as well to getting back on track with mm-hmm. the band. And, it was, yeah, it was so fun to work with him too oh, because yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he loved all the same stuff we, yes, we he did. did too. So, um, you know, he, he kind of even looked kind of like a Beach Boy too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, reminded me, like, like, remind me of Brian Wilson. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, he definitely. And uh, he just knew the right chords for the yep, songs. So, right. so he gave it his kind of his dressed own little... Dressed the part. Dressed the part, yeah. gave it its own flavor, some yep. of the songs. So and, it was really I, fun to uh, have was, him in the band when he was uh, wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he wanted to go to pursue other stuff. Yeah, um, yep. And like, so he went down to, business, to California. So he yep. went to California. So it, was, it was a little blow to the, the heart. Like, ah, yeah, dang, yeah. you know. Just like, got a, got a just got someone that was in. really like, you know, almost like as, almost as great as Taylor. You know, finally... I really connected with Will too. It was just really fun to have him in there. He was... was fun about Will was he was very... Uh, very sophisticated. Yeah, he he's was a, very, very sophisticated. sophisticated for his, I think he's about a year younger than us, and I was just like, oh my god, yeah, I he, never. You're smoking pipes. And yeah, right, 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 right. little Stop, pipes yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was all you know, uh, real so, fancy, you know. Real. He looked right. like he came out of like the early '60s or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're all cool kids. Kids. I used to have a buddy like that in high school. Right, just, yeah, <laughs> like the real fancy dressers. Mm-hmm. Really cool guys. Time. Yeah, right, right, yeah, and we're like, we got to get this kid in the band. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun, you know. So hopefully someday he'll yeah come back come back again play with us again. But, when uh, did you start playing live then? Out. Oh yes, Man. that was. Uh, I think the r- real time. Crazy how foggy it gets already. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah. When we first started well, playing, I would again, say we were. Um, I think it was summer of like. I think it was the summer of fifteen or fourteen. I think. Yeah. Um, we, we were we, playing we like Grandapalooza, um, Arterwall shows a lot. We were just trying to get into that art district get, kind of get show ourselves thing. out there more yeah yeah, yeah. so and i think we really started to rack up the shows then and stuff and uh, i would say that that is like the official start when we started playing yeah, shows i yeah. think we, we did touch playing shows a little earlier than that too yeah probably i think so like too, yeah 2013 and they were just complete oh yeah shows. Right. <laughs> like beginning shows you know we're you know? so nervous up there like uh, you know right. it was just they were just bad i don't even count those you know we were right just, you know but still <laughs> like, do yeah. you count those do you not count those yeah they, right. you shouldn't have been there people don't go there, you know? <laughs> right, right. shouldn't have been there but uh you know it was it was fun so but i think yeah 2015 is when taylor and us were going really going just playing and going and, for it yeah. getting in with the music scene a lot of bands that are playing right. with like learning all the electric things. circus yes. and yeah. um just kind of in the psychedelic 
rock scene in Minneapolis. We, we just became like a little, kind of like a family yeah. with right. them and stuff. So they got shows we were on the bill or vice versa yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And so I we helped we, each other out a yeah. lot. We, we were mainly on their bills because we didn't know how to do it Basically, yet. Yeah. yes, exactly. So, and then, you know, Drift right. Pyre and stuff. And, uh, Drift Pyre, Hawks and Haze. Yeah, Hawks and Haze. Like so do, you have a, do you have a CD release party in particular? You know, yeah, so kind of perfect naming of the title. Uh, what we did was oh, yeah. we... Since there's like no signs of warning, we kind of thought, hey, let's let's keep it really quiet. And so we kind of did because you know, the Carnegies, oh, they don't have an album, right? You right. Know? And we did, what's gonna change in the, in the next day, right? So all of a sudden, um, we got a call from the people that were packaging our CD, and they said it's gonna be done. And we had this show perfectly we're on, that, on that day for the three three one club. And uh, all of a sudden, we thought, well, would it be kind of cool to do a show with Bam? You know. Instant, you know, we changed the poster out and everything on Facebook and all these places we were putting <laughs> yeah. it on, and and we said surprise, it's actually a pre-release, you know, right. CD show, and uh, so you know, it's kind of no signs of warning, you know, all of a sudden this album is out and you know, kind of throws people off guard a bit. Right, you know? it just so, kind of worked out that almost way. Spinal Tapish. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. yeah, yeah, yep. And uh, you know, I think what we we still have some official CD shows we could kind of yeah, official yeah. CD thing because I'm even thinking about like we're gonna be playing um, record store day at Roadrunner Records um, yeah I think it's uh, June uh, I don't know my bad April yeah April say hi to John for me yes, oh, yes yeah, definitely will. Will. he was a huge help for us getting yeah, that show he, yeah he, right. he oh, caught man. us at the 331 show we just did last and you know I see this guy down there and he's just rocking out he's got his yeah. long hair oh, I, just, yeah. I like that guy he's really uh, <laughs> digging it and then he comes over to us and he's you know gives us this you know, thing. Hey, do you want to do that? I could see if I could work it out with you guys. And cool. next thing we know, it, it worked out. So yeah. Now you guys, from the little I've hung out with you, and I, and I really enjoy it. I have. Oh, uh, thank you. I, I really uh, dig in the energy here. <laughs> but your brothers, uh, you know, identical twins, and you're in a band. That's right. <laughs> right. There's got to be times when you guys butt heads. That's, that's, you know what? Yeah. So like we're. I think like with, you know, Mick and Keith not being brothers, but you know, they're like, right. you, you do have those slight little fun things where all oh, of a sudden, yeah. you know, one day me and, me and Roman were, oh, man. you know, we're having our argument and Brandon <laughs> will have to go, all right guys, right. <laughs> bring it down a bit. And then right. our cousin Danny, uh, he's a huge help to our band too, but he, he will hear an argument. He'll go downstairs and you'll see me and Roman on the stairs. Uh, you know, just with like, a symbol between us. Yeah, or something like that. you already have yeah. a symbol. And thank God, nothing. We'll, we'll never hurt each other. Well, but. it's such a rock and roll tradition. Yeah, you know, um, oh my. fights between brothers. You know, Phil and Don Everly. That's right. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Uh, Phil. You're the Don. Yeah, yeah. Randy Dave Davies of the Kinks. Yeah, I mean, it right. Just, mm -hmm. It's been around since time. Yes, it has. Oh man! Oh, my goodness! Yeah, and, it's you know, like I think mainly as as musicians, we're we see eye to eye so commonly too. Right. It just works perfectly. We it, here's the fights and here's like the right. times we're working together. And it's, well, you need the tension though. Oh, too, that's right. right? True. Yeah, right. and there's that slight um, fun unpredictableness. So yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's, um, raw. Anything can happen. You know, in a sense like but that. But you seem like you have a really good feel for. Appreciating each other's opinions. That's right. We're right. Exactly. Bent. Usually, yeah. whatever he thinks for like what a song should do, I'm probably agreeing right with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we were on the same wavelength for that. So yeah. you guys are setting up your set list for a particular show. You sit down together and write it out. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, I'll kind of go, Hey, Roman, you think this sounds like a good idea? And he'll just go like, you know, yeah, like all right, cool. Or it's usually that's always the funnest part because we will get so indecisive oh, yeah. sometimes right. where it's just all these combinations of what you could do. Oh, it's, you can overthink it. You know, overthink right. it. Yeah. You know, oh, you almost man. need a third party person in there to right. kind of mm -hmm. set things straight. Like, okay, guys, I think your song should be here, this, and we'll refer to we're, that we're sometimes. Just like, Brandon, too. like, what do you think? Brandon, like, Jacob, you, you, yeah. you guys, you guys figure out what is a good order, you know? Yeah. Right, and then once you, once you get there and you read the crowd, you go, this set list makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> right. right? That's kind of usually what happens you when know, we get up yeah, on stage. Just do it off the top of our heads. Yeah, but right. we don't even know why. You know, we did this. We'll just change it up now. Completely. Yeah. Parking lot song? Yeah, we'll we'll do, no, sure. We'll do parking lot song. We're just up there and we don't even look at the list we made. We wasted yeah. our right. time. Right, we don't even refer to it sometimes. Yeah. We'll and, just um, go right into it, you know? I, yeah, true. And I almost forgot one one very important person for um, you know speaking about helping us with the band, too, oh, would yeah. be Owen, Owen Hybert. Owen Hybert, yeah. Uh, okay. That's where, like, you know, because, uh, you know, eventually the Will did leave and down to California. And uh, all of a sudden we're like, crud, you know, we need somebody else now. 
Right. And, uh, all so many changes within a s short amount of time. Yeah, you know, you know, like, you're kind of getting... when you thought things were coming together. That's right, right yeah. Right, and, exactly. you know, you're getting exhausted, you know, reteaching somebody else this, this set list right. and stuff. And you're, oh, please, just someone don't leave. But, right. you know, all two people who do. But, um... And then, you know, our Uncle Bob, um, he's <laughs> technically like, you know, we have, we have a couple, ma like a couple managers. managers for our yeah. band that help <laughs> us out so much. And Bobby's one of them, Uncle Bob. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, he sees this kid at Shaw's playing, you know. So, and all of a he's like, hey, you know, I know Will left. Uh, I found another kid that kind of looks like you guys and stuff. Like, you know, he looks like he could do the thing. You know, it looks cool. And uh, all of a sudden, we're like, all right, well, give him our card and stuff. And, you know, let's just see what comes of it. So he, Bobby does. And uh, all of a sudden, we get confirmation that that's kind of working out, you know. And then I, I see a footage of this kid, who he finally is. And I, it's, I learn who this kid is. And I go, I've seen him before. Is <gasps> that kid, you know? And this kid, he could play crazy. Like, he's Hendrix. Basically, uh, as yeah. a little... You know, the Home Alone kid. You know, that's literally who <laughs> right. he is. Call yeah, exactly. It's just like him. And uh, he's up on stage, and we wanted to, after watching him at the Caboose, and when he's at right. like Hendrix Tribute, we were like, I want to put my guitar down and never pick it up again, because this kid is just right. insane, you know? I grew up in the parking lot on 2nd Street in Central Park. Spend my time and walk my blues while I my love and lost my shoes. All right. Why must the world be so cold? They've gone against what was told. Thinking rape is cool? Think about it. They think it's not wrong? Violence against women? The rape? The abuse? The emotional? Physical? They all hold the hate. Think about it. Is it right or wrong? What attracts you? I'm not saying no names, but you laugh. Talk about it like nothing is wrong. Think about it. They all hold the hate. Gotta stop the violence. Stop the hate. Think about it. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Lowry Hill Meats, your neighborhood full-service butcher shop that works directly with family farms. Using whole animals gives Lowry Hill Meats the benefit of preparing custom cuts and dry aging. They offer beef, lamb, goat, pork, and poultry, including whole duck, roasting hens, turkey, quail, pheasant, and Cornish hens. Their sausages are made fresh in-house weekly using 40 rotating recipes. Try their handcrafted sandwiches. They are second to none. Lowry Hill Meats is located at 1934 Hennepin Avenue in Minneapolis or online at LowryHillMeats.com. And the first sentence of his email said, I'd like to stay anonymous. And the second sentence said, I'd like to donate a million dollars to the Global Good Fund. Where should I send the check? I'm Tony Lloyd, and I'm the host of the brand new show, Social Entrepreneur. If you love stories that engage, inform, and inspire, you don't want to miss it. Join us every Monday from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, Matt McNeil for Rudy Luther Toyota. My first Toyota love was the RAV4 back in 1998. When I was traveling in February, I needed a rental car, and I jumped at the opportunity to drive one again. The RAV4 is fantastic with all the bells and whistles you need, and it has all the modern safety features to keep us safe comfort as we vacationed. It fit all five of us and our luggage with ease. I was able to revisit my first love. Now, you can fall in love for yourself by test driving a RAV4 today at Rudy Luther Toyota, the southeast corner of 394 and 169. Saturdays at 1 p.m., you have a chance at a fresh start, a new beginning. Hi, everybody. This is Freddie Bell, host of New Beginnings. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, spirituality, and even entertainment. Every day is a chance for a fresh start. Join us Saturdays at 1 p.m. for New Beginnings with Freddie Bell on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. The two gingers just can't get enough of Paul Metzah. He's smooth, yet strong. A great mixer and very refreshing. The two gingers are his biggest fans. They're at practically every bar, club, and restaurant in Minnesota to see his shows. And now they've taken to following Paul around the country. Texas, New York, Nebraska. You never know where you may find the two gingers. Just ask the bartender for them. Two gingers whiskey. What could happen? 
Welcome back to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metzer. A little more music and a little more conversation with Roman and Royce Mars from the band, The Carnegies. That's what we always wanted in our band was people who um, they you feel could like trust yeah. and you could really just connect to them as, right. as like brothers. Hang out with them me, like friends. Yeah, because we're brothers. We want other brother interaction with right. other members. Yeah. We didn't want some person who's a stranger just kind of comes in right comes and goes you don't and even know the person session kid yeah right, right. Yeah. i would just feel it you know it's just it's a weird feeling you know so <laughs> he's, we've he's been. just a little fun funny kid right um, right well exactly. the cool thing about you guys i mean when we when i saw you at the caboose at that chuck berry tribute and andy saw you i looked at you and go those guys are in a band <laughs> right <laughs> yeah you know, such yep. a great look like you see you guys uh, got a great sartorial taste which is something uh well you know bands have been dressing alike since, you know, the 1920s. Right. Big right. bands and jazz bands. But you guys really have that 60s vibe going Th on. Thank you. Yeah, we we just we, love that clothing, you know. Right. Like, and, the, and the music was what got us interested, first of all. But then when you look at these guys who made that music, you go, holy crud, these guys look amazing. Like, you right. know, and I just kind of go, how come this is not a current look I mean, common yeah. today? Right. Even, people, even so if cool. I wasn't like a musician, I'd want to just dress yeah. that right. way. Because, yeah. you know, clothing is uh, just, I feel like what's out today, what is style, I think it's just kind of boring. boring. You know, right. there's, yeah. no, there's no... Well, people, there's a lot of truckers' hats, t-shirts, yeah. flip-flops and yeah. stuff. And that's kind of what of a lot of, lot of like uh, current bands today do, too, as well. They just kind of look like they're up on stage casually, up on right. stage, yeah. you know. And oh, I, I just got off my day job. I, I, yeah, so I'm yeah. just, you know, going to be comfortable today, just like as I'm at the house, just play my song and wear right. my flip-flops, you know. And it's, right. and it's just kind of like, you know, present yourself, you well, know. Well, and you look yeah. at, and let's talk a little bit about them, but... Um, uh, you look at a guy that's always had his look together, even when he was a, a folk singer, Bob Dylan. Oh, oh yes, yeah. Yeah. definitely. Oh, he was. And then once he started, you know, by '63, especially in '64 when he was doing Newport mm -hmm. uh, with the Ray Bands and the black leather jacket and, oh, yeah. uh, and the boots, you know, and the Beatles boots, of course, the Strat. Yeah. But um, and then, <laughs> man, you go see him today, and his, you know, he's like the. His band looks like a you know bunch of bandoleros or something. Yeah, right. right. Cool. Yeah, all their matching suits. Yeah, and it's so cool. It's like a kind of like a whole band of like cowboys yeah. down there. Yeah, cowboy like, band. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, bunch it's of Yeah, it, it was, I always when I saw, we saw Bob Dylan twice, oh, and yeah, I was so happy probably. for our young age just seeing him twice. Yes. You know, that's already amazing. Um, but uh, I always like zone in at his boots, what yeah. he's wearing. Mm -hmm. and he, I think the last time we saw him was wearing like these rattlesnake white boots or something yeah. and uh my god it just every time like i love bob dylan's get up mm -hmm. the entire no. time and i even try to dress a little bit like 1965 yeah, <laughs> blonde, blonde. yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. i have this yeah. I, I have this picture posted in my room of bob dylan 1965 and he's doing he's sitting exactly cross-legged like that kind of like hunched over yeah. with the, you know the glasses yeah. and i'm like pro that aura or just what about him is just an artist. I see an artist about him. That's so right. I just love him, but uh, you're I right. You I don't know, think they come cooler than Bob Dylan, you know, yeah, and, I know. and Keith Richards and all that. To them. be from Minnesota, from where he oh, is, yeah. it's right. so cool to, yeah. you know, uh, be here. <laughs> you know, there's a great story that I heard about, you can Google it, but what I think is Bob Dylan's greatest performance, vocal performance with his Arguably his greatest song, Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. Oh, yeah. He did with about a 35-piece band in Japan in 1994. Wow. Oh, yes. Yeah, have think, you seen that? I think, yeah, I think I've was on the drums. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, that was uh, the, the, the Budokan one? I think the no, it wasn't, wasn't Budokan. Budokan. It was oh, Michael okay. Sock or something. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway, it's show. amazing. Okay, yeah. He does all the verses of uh, Hard Rain's Gonna Fall with this beautiful orchestra behind him. And he's oh. got this vibrato. Yes. And... Uh, I think it's his best vocal performance of all time. But anyway. Yes, I know which one that is. Yeah. Yes, yep. So I heard the story uh, after I saw a tape of that show back in the uh, 90s, mid to late 90s, whenever I saw it. And somebody said uh, Bob Dylan's mother, Beatty, saw it and uh, she saw the whole thing. And uh, perfect mother, and I'm sure your mother can relate to this. She said, That was so beautiful. He had on a new sport coat. <laughs> 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 she knows. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, you know, I love. Actually, I know exactly what that one is. That I think it's "Ring Them Bells." I think he. Well, "Swing Them Bells" and "Hard Rain's Gonna Fall." Yes, yeah. 
Then there's a, the group with, I think there was Bon Jovi and Joni Mitchell. And right. They did I Shall Be Released. Oh, my God. And they had those, yeah. Oh, that was a great performance. Well, we're going to put uh, your upcoming shows uh, on the screen. That's okay. right. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you don't even have to read them off. The Magicalist. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Memory. So, but I want to tell you, um, after meeting you, seeing you first, Meeting you at Hi-Fi Records and Sound a right. couple weeks ago. Seeing you again, yeah. Uh, schlepping your CD around. God, I know that feeling. <laughs> and, you know, the key this. is, just give the record stores a hand. Don't give them a full box. That's give right. them like four or five. Yep. Because then they'll call you back and they got to give you the money. If you got to wait for 40 or 60 or whatever to sell out, it might be a while to get that check. That's right. Um, <laughs> but, and after hearing the record and getting to know you two, I really think you've got something that's really incredible well, that's and, and really terrific and really important and it's really positive and it's driving and uh, America needs to hear, hear this music and the young gentleman like you rock it out like that. I mean, I just think it's it's really beautiful stuff. Well, that, is, that is really cool to hear. You thank, know, yeah, thank we you know we're doing something right. So yeah. If, uh, people that appreciate the same music that we just turned us into these people who we are. You know, and then we all have this love for music, and then coming from you, like that's really cool to hear. It's like we know we're doing something right, something's good. We're on the right path. You got me locked in the basement. You got me chained to the wall. You're gonna put me in pavement, so I can't leave you at all. by Paul Metza, engineered by Paul Sowie. We'd like to thank our guests, the Carnegies, with their great new record, No Signs of Warning. This show has been brought to you in part by the Iron Range Resources and Rehabilitation. If you want to come out and see me play every Tuesday night from 5 to 7, I'm with bass player Cody McKinney at Miller's Corner Bar and Grill on 5th Street and 40th and Columbia Heights. Wednesday night, at the Green Lantern in St. Paul, 229 East 6th Street from 8.30 to 11 with Sunny Earl. Thursday nights with the great Willie Walker at Shaw's Bar, 16th and University in Northeast Minneapolis from 5 to 7.30. You can also follow me at paulmetza.com and my TV show, Wall of Power TV, every Saturday night at 8 and 11.30 p.m. Channel 6 if you have Comcast or stream it from www.mcn6.org. And I'd like to remind you, like my dad used to tell me, remember to be kind and make someone happy.